I'm Paul Sutton, and this is Digital Download, the show where I talk to topic experts on digital marketing, social media, and public relations about the things that matter in today's communications industry. When you perform a Google search, if your search query closely matches something on Wikipedia, that result will show up in the top three results somewhere around 85% of the time. It'll be on the first page of the SERPs 99% of the time. So you should be going hell for leather to get your business a Wikipedia page, right? Well, no, or more precisely, not necessarily. Wikipedia is an anomaly when it comes to the world of what we know as Web 2.0. In an internet characterised by user-generated content and the ability to create profiles and pages at your will, Wikipedia is very much a walled garden, fiercely moderated by strict rules and jobs worth editors. Um, no offence intended. Arguably one of the last bastions of true neutrality that marketers are unable to reach and spoil, some would say, it has stubbornly proved a tough nut to crack when it comes to creating and controlling corporate reputation. If I think back 10 years, we want or need a Wikipedia page was not an irregular request I would be tasked with answering at the agency I then worked for. But while those sorts of requests are now few and far between, Wikipedia remains very much an enigma to marketers. On the back of a recent inquiry into the nature of Wikipedia from a client, I sought help from a specialist. Today's guest, Josh Green, is a CEO of The Matha Group, an online reputation agency in the United States. Josh has been involved with Wikipedia for 15 years and started out as an editor in 2007. He says he was obsessed with track and field and being of a technical mindset, decided he was going to try and clean up the internet by correcting Wikipedia inaccuracies in the topic. I did the same thing most Wikipedia people do. I saw the edit button on the page, thought, oh, I'll click the button and fix this, and then discovered there was a whole lot more to it than that. Wikipedia fundamentally has a lot of coding underneath it, so I had done quite a bit of HTML coding, and this was very similar so it, it sort of was like a, uh, a video game or role-playing game. You just keep accumulating more experience and then you had more ability to do things. So um, it was sort of the typical uh, geek's approach to getting involved in something, jump right in and then figure out how it works. Ten years later, all that time editing articles about athletes came in useful as there were a number of companies he was working with that were baffled by Wikipedia and how it works. The Matha Group, which Josh now works for, covers three main areas, all related to online reputation management. These are SEO, pay-per-click and Wikipedia. With Wikipedia specifically in mind, Josh says that entries showing up in Google tend to attract attention from those concerned with their company's image and messaging. PR and marketing professionals, in short. The challenge for people in those departments is most of the rules for Wikipedia are the exact opposite of what your instincts are as a digital person, a marketing person, a PR person. If you're a marketer, you want to put your best foot forward. You'd like to have a lot of adjectives describing your business, like the best or the first or the only. You'd like to have lots of awards covered. If you feel like you're trying to paint a complete picture of 
for example, your, your B2B software product, you'd feel like those are all things in there. You probably have some boilerplate language that's been vetted by many layers of management and legal that you'd like to use to describe all of your offerings. And all of those are essentially uh, against the rules of Wikipedia. At the end of the day, Wikipedia is intended to be a neutral encyclopedia that paints an objective picture. As a part of that, only very high profile highs and lows will make it in. Your 2013 award from the local Chamber of Commerce isn't going to cut it, no matter how important that is to you. Josh says he has to do a great deal of education about this fact and what you should be thinking about when it comes to Wikipedia. I asked him what sort of level of notable achievement is relevant in Wikipedia's eyes. Like many things in Wikipedia, it's a gray area, but usually the more significant something is, the more it would qualify. And also, usually, you know, Wikipedia tends to look for like the top, top few awards that you've won, as opposed to, you know, a list of 15. That'll usually get, you know, deleted if you've won you know, three awards and their, you know, industry awards or, or meet Wikipedia's criteria for notability, that's probably okay. It's when you, when you look at someone's draft and it looks like a marketing piece, yeah. you know, that's when you run into trouble. It might be that the local chamber of commerce award is, is hugely significant for some reason, in which case it could fit well. Um, it's just when you get into something and you look at it and you say, that looks like marketing stuff rather than an objective look at a company, that's when you tend to run into trouble. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a, a bit of a step back then. You were talking about how you are often approached by companies looking for online reputation. If if you come at this from a slightly different angle, why, why should a business or an individual person perhaps want to be listed on Wikipedia in the first place? What are the benefits? I think the thing that you see most often is is not just on Wikipedia. You see Google has Wikipedia powering its knowledge panel on the top right of results. It's yep. usually a top three result. It's getting syndicated to YouTube and, and Bing and other places. And as a result of that, whatever's in Wikipedia about you has a huge influence. If you don't have a page, there, there are reasons to have one, there are reasons not to have one. But if you do have a page, even if you haven't had anything to do with it, it is playing a huge role in, in sort of how people see you. You know, most people are going to start looking at your business by doing a Google search. And if, you know, two out of the top 10 results are Wikipedia saying not great things about you, that's mm. really going to cover the results. So from a an image standpoint, it plays a huge role, you know, for better or worse, especially for companies that, that you know, have a page that's been there a while. Um, it's something you just have to keep an eye on um, because it can go sideways. Unfortunately, and fortunately, it's crowdsourced, which has yeah. all the implications of that. With those two things, so you're talking about, I guess, discoverability from from an organic search perspective. You, you mentioned there that Wikipedia entries typically are in certainly on the first page in the top sort of three results because of the way Google uh, ascribes knowledge to it. And then you've got the the reputation and the credibility angle. Do you would you consider one of those to be more important than the other, or do they both play a role? I mean, you know, if we're talking about organic search discoverability versus reputation, how does that weigh up in your mind? 
I would say it's it's much more about reputation. Yeah. You know, the organic search is sort of only there if someone's, you know, sort of proactively looking for something, but yeah. the, the reputation is something that's that's there and you know regardless of whether you want it to be or not and we sometimes have people who who would prefer not to be on wikipedia talk to us yeah you know what we see a lot of is because companies don't know how to navigate wikipedia when there's a controversy section on their page there's only one side of the story and that's where things sort of diverge from being neutral because the person who's posting the controversy stuff is usually much more familiar with Wikipedia rather than a company's executives who often have some sort of reaction like let's sue or let's just go in and delete it, which is, you know, not how you want to approach those sorts of things. Yeah. So do you find a lot of people as well coming to you in in that sort of context, having seen something or read something about their company or perhaps themselves in an individual on Wikipedia and, and, almost in damage limitation mode. We do. We do. That tends to be what motivates people. Most people are are usually in a reactive mode in terms of something has happened or they've noticed something about themselves that's on Wikipedia. And as a result of that, they want to do something. And in fact, I would say, you know, a good percentage of those are people who've tried to solve it themselves and had it go wrong when you when you say that what are the, the sort of mistakes that they're they're making when they're trying to do that when they go in and try and i don't know edit a page or or, or do something themselves how, how are they coming unstuck they don't read the rules basically right. <laughs> they uh um, what usually happens is is someone sees something in wikipedia about themselves or their company There's an edit button. Everyone in pop culture is familiar with the idea that anyone can edit Wikipedia. So they don't follow the rules or they don't even read the rules. They just figure that they're going to correct something. And usually that gets them in hot water because, you know, as we discussed, there are a lot of these rules that, that make sense if you think about them, but, you know, are not what you'd intuitively do if you were editing a page about your company. And when that happens, people tend to get a lot of scary error messages or people sort of yelling at them online and go backwards versus forwards. Um, It's sort of, you know, like in high school, when I decided to change my own oil, I would have been a lot better off if I had, you know, read about it, practiced on something other than, you know, my only <laughs> means of transportation. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm sort of looking around at a seized up engine going, it might be good for some professional help here. <laughs> you know, so that that tends to be about the starting point of many of our conversations. And what's the sort of balance of inquiries you get between businesses and individuals? I would say it's it's probably 75 to 80% businesses, okay. but a large part of that is because we've made it pretty clear we're, we're focused on businesses and helping them navigate them. A lot of a lot of individuals that there are two types of inquiries. There's I would like to have a Wikipedia page of my own, which uh-huh. is a, a, a very heavy lift if you you know don't currently have one. Or it's, I would like to see about getting something corrected. Yeah. And a lot of times, the first piece of advice is is essentially, you know, read the manual or, you know, we have 
done webinars. Wikipedia has a ton of information on how you can successfully navigate it. You just need to, to take a little bit of time to, to read it as an individual to sort of get where you need to go. Yeah. I like you say, hiring a professional, though, you, you sidestep that whole process, don't you? You get things yeah. done a lot quicker and a lot better. Or even talk to a professional who can usually tell you something like, you know, don't change the oil on your car or... <laughs> This is, you know, going to be hugely complicated. Like if you want a Wikipedia page, it, it's very, very challenging right now because the Wikipedia community is, is a little bit resistant to new pages. And so having someone who can explain the process and then say, you know, does, does that sound like something you want to embark on as, as opposed to, you know, oftentimes ego gets mixed up in this. People, yeah. people tend to say, uh, so-and-so who I view myself as, as comparable with has a page. So I would like a page yeah. and uh, you know, Wikipedia doesn't really have a customer service department where you can, you know, call up it's a community and it's a little bit of a, a ball of string to unravel. So, you know, that's, that's, I think the challenge for individuals is it's not always clear what you should be doing in regards to Wikipedia. Yeah. When you, when you said then that Wikipedia is, kind of resistant to new pages at the moment do you what what's the reason for that do you know the reason behind that yeah that it there's a you know collective community of editors and there are lots and lots of people who try and game the system in terms of for all the reasons we've mentioned google listings notability prestige ego they would like to have a page of their own yeah you know the vast majority of people who are sort of famous or notable enough to have a wikipedia page someone has created one almost without their their own knowledge so you know if someone's trying to create one themselves it's rare that they've you know, or a person who's been in the New York Times, the Washington Post for the last decade and doesn't have one. It's more, it tends to be more someone who aspirationally would like to have a Wikipedia page. Um, and the community has sort of caught on to that. And it's very easy to tell when you look at a proposed page, if it, is it something that looks like a Wikipedia page or does it look like it's going to be marketing? Yeah. And in, in actuality, for, for many of your listeners who might want to have a page, there is oftentimes a category page about the area they're in that could sadly use some help updating or some thought leadership. The, the example I give is, is we have um, some folks in the business process automation space. It's very difficult to start a new page for yourself, but the page about that category is crying out for citations. There's even a, a flag on that page saying citations needed. So if you're advancing the industry, there's an opportunity to sort of contribute to Wikipedia and get some recognition and all of that. And you know that's that's often overlooked because you know that that tends to be more of a, a strategic play versus you know sometimes the ego driven. I should I should have a page. And then people, you know, sort of wonder why that page might be rejected. Yeah. I mean, that goes along. That sort of advice is is it's not unusual if you think of it in terms of online reputation as a whole or online visibility, rather. And even with social media, that the point of that stuff isn't to to get, I don't know, a LinkedIn profile and start blasting off about how great you are and what you do. It's about adding value to the, the online communities. And it sounds like that is very much the approach that that is applicable in this case. 
Yeah, I would I would say you're exactly on point with that. It's I think very obvious in both in social media, real life, everywhere when things are self-motivated versus adding value. Yeah. You know, and if you're a typical Wikipedia editor who's who's looked at thousands of pages, it's pretty easy to look at something and and tell which one of those is going on. So I I think uh, similar to your your general advice, adding value is always a good way to approach things, you know, and in terms of getting somewhere, it's not quite as linear as sometimes people would like, but it's a whole lot more effective. Yeah. Did you think that it's fair to say that if someone listening to this, or there is a business listening to this, you know, either way, and they are thinking about creating their own page, then the probable truth is that if if no one has created a page for them already, then they don't warrant a page <laughs> it sounds harsh but is that is that the kind of blunt truth of it? it it is harsh and i would say it it yeah is the blunt truth of it i mean i spend a lot of time telling people and it's unfortunate wikipedia chose the word notability because it has different meanings but yes uh hey you're probably not notable enough for this and you probably have you know a five percent chance after doing a lot of work of having you know, the page sticking and most people, you know, that's an uncomfortable answer, but it saves them a lot of time if they're willing to listen to it. Yeah. It, it's basically like the Groucho Marx. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in any club that would actually invite me type of uh, <laughs> line. Yeah. 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 I mean that, that word notability, you're right. It's, it's uh it is an odd one to choose, but I mean, what, what is your, how do you what's your definition of what wikipedia means by notability what wikipedia means is there's been a whole lot of press coverage about you if i took a look at you in google news there are a whole lot of publications covering you not that they're interviewing you but that they're doing third-party articles about you right and you sort of uh know it when you see it but you know if if you haven't been you know featured in a major publication a whole bunch of times you're probably not notable by Wikipedia's definition because it's trying to do an encyclopedia, you know, for the next hundred years. That's very different than the colloquial version where just about any, you know, CEO is going to say, of course, I'm notable. I run a company. So if, if Wikipedia, you know, had something, it had the term, like you must be very well covered by the press to the point that it's almost obnoxious. (laughs) <laughs> that would probably be the real definition right. of, you know, notability. But <laughs> yeah, so very different indeed. When it comes to being covered by the press to the point that it's almost obnoxious, a bit like backlinks in SEO terms, not all press coverage is equal to Wikipedia. As Josh has explained, citations are a huge part of what gives Wikipedia credibility. I asked him what the process is when it comes to seeing a need for citations and adding value and how you can go about getting involved in this. So assuming you've you've been a Wikipedia editor for a little bit and and sort of understand how Wikipedia works, you know, what I would what I would say is that a lot of it revolves around is this actually useful? Is it verifiable? That's a, a big thing for Wikipedia. Like, can I go back and, and see this? But, you know, that's the first thing. Is this a, a legit thing published in a legitimate source? So Wikipedia has 
hundreds and hundreds of uh, listings and spreadsheets of what's a reliable source and what's not a reliable source, and it's always changing. So the first thing is, okay. is that content in a reliable source? And it's ever changing. Like Forbes, you know, a decade ago was the gold standard, and now it's sort of seen as a content mill where people you can can just sign up to be contributors. So Wikipedia has very much devalued it. So it's sort of ever changing. But the the first thing you want to do is make sure, again, that it's something that's going to legitimately add value. And also it's a point where Wikipedia could use help, even if you don't have maybe the strongest source in the world, if there are paragraphs and paragraphs and content of material in need of citations, you can add value there. You know, if there are already 27 sources cited for some particular thing, your 28th probably isn't going to add value. But a (laughs) lot of times when you when you look at citations, if they're all, you know, eight years out of date or, you know, there aren't any for particular area, that's usually a sign where you can go in and try adding something. And if you have any questions about it, every Wikipedia page has a talk section that, that you can go in and propose changes or talk about them. So you don't have to uh, try and make a change and uh, immediately get slapped down. You can just give it a try and see what someone else reacts to it before you publish it. And I think that's one of the nice things is there's a mechanism to uh, talk through things and see if they're going to resonate. It sounds like from, from what you said as well, that if you're kind of sitting there thinking, well, I'd like to get involved in this, you, you've got to be prepared to get involved for the medium to long term because like you said you, you've got to become a a contributor and sorry an editor in your own right which means you've got to be devoting time and effort to this right yeah you know and that's and that's where the uh trade-off comes in is you actually do have to spend some time to understand what's going on and and sort of get involved for the uh right reasons and understand how Wikipedia works. So it does tend to be an investment of time if you, you know, want to be able to have what you define as success. There's there's a pretty solid investment of time that, that you're probably going to need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's say we're a company or an individual and we kind of think we would like to have a a presence of some kind on wikipedia even if that is about reputation or being able to i don't know share a link around saying even if it's not your own page but look i'm referenced on wikipedia what's your kind of one big tip of of how to go about starting doing that and thinking about it i would say i would think about Doing your research and managing expectations, really the, the number one thing is just doing your research to understand how things work. There are ways for, for individuals and companies to sort of be successfully involved. The jump in and fix something right away approach is not the way to get there. So I would say the first thing is just do, do some research. Wikipedia has a ton of great information on how to get involved. And I would really encourage people to do that. And the second is manage expectations. It's really tough to get assigned Wikipedia within an organizational structure because it's sort of a thankless task. Everyone figures Wikipedia should say exactly what they want 
immediately. And the reality is Wikipedia is not going to say exactly what you want and it's going to take a while. So to the extent that you can manage expectations, that's also hugely important. You know, if you say to an organization, it's going to take six months and we have a 10% chance of success, that's a lot better than saying, hey, I'm going to take care of it this week in terms of, of just expectations versus what happens. So I would really encourage everyone to sort of, when you're thinking about getting involved, do the research. Wikipedia can be, you know, a very welcoming community, assuming you you uh, take the time to sort of understand how it works. It's, it's like many other social networks that way. You can hop onto Reddit and have great experiences, or you can immediately violate community norms and have a lot of people yell at you. Yeah. Um, and it sort of depends on how you, how you decide to approach it. I, I think the other thing is if it's an issue that you're already on Wikipedia, it's worth just having some sort of recurring process where you take a look at things. Um, one of the things that is oftentimes a benefit and a challenge is Wikipedia can react in real time to things. So you don't, it, it's never quite set in stone. So um, also if you're thinking about it, you wanna keep in mind that it's it's always an ongoing project as opposed to something uh, that, that you're sort of finished with for, for better or worse. To find out more about Josh and about Wikipedia, look him up on LinkedIn. You can subscribe to Digital Download on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like the show, please do leave a review as this helps others discover the podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.